So I was listening to a podcast recently, it's a news podcast, and at one point the host of the show um, started reporting a story about a man in Europe somewhere, I think it was one of the Scandinavian countries, and uh, he reported this man who's on a quest to have his legal age changed. Uh, yes, you heard that correctly, his legal age changed. And this man's rationale is, well, you know, I'm 65 years old, but really, I feel like I'm 45. I feel really good. My health is good. I feel like I'm 45. Uh, the doctor tells me I have the health of a 45-year-old, and so I believe that I should be able to change my legal age from 65 to 45. And you know, when I heard this story, my head about exploded, right? Because we look at that and we see, well, it's just a fact that he's 65. It's a biological fact that he's 65. He can't just change that. It would be like us saying, two plus two is four, but actually I feel like it's five, so I'm going to believe that it's five. That's not how we teach anything, right? We understand that there's realities about our existence. We understand that there's truth about our existence, and we're meant to apprehend that truth, to know that truth, and to live accordingly. And so it was unclear whether or not this guy was actually able to do that or what the final ruling was, but it just left me wondering, are we really to this place in our world where we're willing to ask those sorts of questions? or put forward those sorts of propositions. I feel like I'm 45, even though I'm 65, so I should be able to believe that I'm 45. Are we really there? Um, and I think the answer, unfortunately, is a lot of the times, yeah. A lot of the times in our culture, we place more value on what we feel or what we want to believe rather than what's actually true. And this, brothers and sisters, is the scourge of what's known as relativism. Maybe you've heard that term before, relativism, this idea that we, we all get to kind of choose what's true for us. I get to choose my own truth. You get to choose your own truth. We leave each other alone, and everything turns out okay. Um, well, actually, that's not what we're called to. Brothers and sisters, as disciples of Jesus Christ, we are not called to relativism. We are called to live lives of truth and to spread that truth to the ends of the earth, as Jesus Christ asks us. And so I want to look at our first reading today from the prophet Daniel. At the very end, he says a very powerful line. He says, those who lead the many to justice shall be like the stars forever. Those who lead the many to justice will be like the stars forever. And I want to make two points out of this statement. First, we have to understand what he means by justice. What does that word justice mean? Well, we kind of know what it means, right? In a general way, we think of justice, we think of our laws, of our legal system. In a general way, it means giving to each person what they're due. So if a person does something bad, we punish them. If a person does something good, you know, we, we recognize that and we praise them for it. So that's kind of a general way to think about it. But we should think about it in this context as living a just life or a justified life or living a life that's good living a life that's true living a life that's right and so we see this statement and we have to understand that daniel is saying there is a just way of life in other words there is a life 
that's better than other choices, uh, better than other lives that you could choose to live. There is a set of rules, a set of standards that you should live by in order to live that just life. There is an objective just life. There's a right way to live. And so then we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, what is that just life? How do I know what that just life is? How do I live that life? And of course, brothers and sisters, as Catholics, we realize that the just life is the life of the gospel. It's the teachings that Jesus Christ gives us. It's following his commands to do certain things and not to do other things. Because we understand that, of course, God is the creator of all that exists. God created humans with a certain nature. We're all essentially the same in in a certain way of thinking about it, right? There are some things that are always good for all of us. There are some things that are always bad for all of us. Hence, we have the Ten Commandments. Uh, Love God. Love your neighbor. Uh, Honor your father and mother. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. God tells us those things because that's good for all of us. Because of the way that he made us. Because of the way he designed us. Those are things that are good for all of us. Similarly, he says... Don't murder. Don't steal. Don't lie. Those things are bad for all of us because of the way that we're made. And so for us to look at that and to say, yeah, you know, I agree with um, don't murder, uh, don't steal, don't be jealous. I agree with those. But I actually think it's okay to lie. I think that's okay. I feel like that's okay. And so I choose to believe it. I choose to live that way. That's not okay for us to do because we understand that the truth of the matter, the reality of the matter, is that God has made us in such a way that lying is bad for us. For us to make that type of decision would be for us to look God in the face and say, God, you know what? I think I know better than you on this topic. And so I choose to live in a way that you don't want me to live because I think I know better than you. That's the sin of Satan, brothers and sisters. That's pride. That's us thinking that we know better than God. We should not let ourselves fall into that trap. And so I use this example of the Ten Commandments. It's pretty easy, right? We kind of all agree that lying is bad, stealing's bad, killing's bad, right? All those things we pretty much all agree on. But I bet there are some issues that you can think of in our society where people aren't as uh, willing or as ready to accept the teaching of the church, that is, the teaching of God himself through the church. Can you think of those times where maybe people around you aren't willing to accept the teaching of the church because of the way they feel about a certain issue? I can. Maybe abortion, right? Maybe people aren't willing to accept that teaching because of the way that they feel. And they're not willing to accept the truth of that matter. Maybe it's gay marriage. Maybe it's contraception. Maybe it's euthanasia. Maybe it's any of the most contentious issues in our society today. Where people are so willing to say, you know what? I don't feel like that's true, so I'm not going to believe it. Brothers and sisters, we cannot fall into that trap. 
We know the truth. We know the reality. We know who God is. God has revealed these things to us through his church. And we must assent to those things because that's the reality. Okay, back to this line from Daniel. He says, again, those who lead the many to justice shall be like the stars forever. So we've established what the life of justice is. We've established what the right thing is. It's the way of the gospel to do the things that Jesus Christ tells us to do and to avoid the things that he tells us to avoid. But the next temptation would be simply to say, well, Father, you know what? I agree with those things. I believe in the gospel. I believe in the teachings of the church. But who am I, actually, to tell other people what to believe? Shouldn't I just be able to live this on my own and leave everybody else to, to do whatever they want to do? Well, no. According to the prophet Daniel, that's not what we're called to do. We're called to lead the many to justice. Those of us who know the truth, who are filled with the truth of Jesus Christ and his church, are called to lead the people around us to that same life of justice. It's this whole, I'm okay, you're okay kind of mentality that's so popular in our world. That's not okay. That's not what we're called to. We're called to be courageous. We're called to go out and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, just as Jesus says at the end of the Gospels. Brothers and sisters, Daniel makes a great promise to us right here. He says, those who lead the many to justice shall be like the stars forever. And is it true that, you know, if we try to live this, if we try to go out and preach the truth, is it true that sometimes we're going to get made fun of? Sometimes we'll be persecuted. Sometimes people might say mean things or call us a bad name. Maybe somebody, some group will exclude you from their company. Are all those things true? Yeah, definitely. That's true. That's going to happen. But Jesus Christ told us that would happen. We are not greater than our master. We are students of the master, and we should expect the same type of treatment that he got. We should expect that type of treatment. Brothers and sisters, be not afraid, because the reward that waits for us in heaven is so much greater than any suffering we might endure while we are here. And it's so good that we're here today at Mass to truly, really be in the presence of God himself. Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity present to us. That's the reality of what's happening here. That's the truth. And so in this Mass, let us receive him well. Let us ask for that strength and that courage to be able to go out and to fulfill the mission that we have been given. I give you this homily today to encourage you, to build you up, to remind you of our mission, and to remind you of the glory that awaits. And so I leave you with the words of Jesus Christ himself. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you, and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. <laughs>